this next guest. Our next guest is funny. And she makes me laugh. Every time I look at this woman, she's saying something to make me laugh. And that's really why we brought her to she's a, She makes me laugh. That's why she's here on the snap stage, because she's funny, and you guys get to be laugh with me. She travels the world making other people laugh. Today she'll make you laugh. Laughter. Please bring her to the stage. <laughs> Please bring her out here. Where is she? Jen Colbert. Yay! Well, I guess I have to be funny now. <laughs> when I was 10 years old, more than anything in the world, I wanted to be a Girl Scout. But you have to be 12 to be a Girl Scout. So I was a brownie. I had no such a thing existed. Imagine my fat kid delight when I found out I'd be gathering with other girls my age, also called brownies. This was the best that had ever happened to me. It was beautiful. And then one day, my mom announces she's going to be our troop leader. thing that ever happened to me was about to be taken over by Stephanie. That's her name, Stephanie. And she ruins everything good. I was distraught. I didn't know what to do. And then a week later, Stephanie comes in and announces to the troop, we're going to be selling Girl Scout cookies. What? I didn't even know there were going to be cookies involved. It's now still the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. When I was a kid, there were only four kinds of Girl Scout cookies. Today, there are 17. Four. Four. There was the Lorna Dune cookie. Shortbread. Very plain, very simple. I don't know who Lorna Dune was, but the made a tasty cookie. There was the peanut butter tag along. Same shortbread cookie, covered in peanut butter. Dunked in chocolate. Thank you, Jesus. Delicious. There is the thin mint. Yes. Which I think we can all agree should be eaten straight out of the freezer. Yes. What a lot of people don't realize is that that habit was actually created by a skinny <laughs> Yeah. She bought a box of Thin Mint cookies and thought, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to eat all of these at once. 
What am I gonna do? How will they stay fresh? And then her mom told her to put them in the freezer. And then her fat friend came over and said, don't you have anything to eat in this damn house? The skinny girl pulls cookie from the freezer. Fat girl eats them and is happy. You're welcome. That's how that happened. But the greatest, penultimate, champion Girl Scout cookie of the world is the Samoa. It is a ring of shortbread cookie covered in caramel, toasted coconut, striped with fudge. It is to be put on your finger like a ring and eaten into a smaller ring. I like to put one on each finger and eat them in rapid succession. And then whichever finger first got another cookie. Now, I don't know if you know this about Girl Scout cookies, but there is a release date. You don't just order the cookies and they show up. There's a day that all Girl Scout cookies cross the globe, I imagine, are released. All at the same time. I imagine there's one really old Girl Scout who just screams, release the cookies! <laughs> and here's where Stephanie being our troop leader is really gonna pay off. Because we had to hold on to the cookies until the release date. And my parents had an air-conditioned garage. My dad's a heart surgeon. <laughs> so inside my garage, for 17 days, there were four flats of Girl Scout cookies. Stacked 12 boxes high. And inside each box were 10 more boxes high, six boxes wide, four boxes deep. My whole life had been preparing me for this moment. I had planned in my little head how I was going to eat as many cookies as I could and I had 17 days to do it. I thought long and hard about this, people. We had an alarm system on our house. So every time you opened a door or window, it would beep, letting, letting you know a door or window had been opened. And my mother could hear that beep like a hawk. So I had to figure out exactly when the beep happened so that I could somehow muffle it when I was gonna sneak into the garage to eat the cookies. 
I'd spent the better part of that day opening and closing the garage door over and over again. My mother almost beat the shit out of me. <laughs> but I figured out that if you just opened the doorknob, the beep didn't happen until the seal was broken between the frame and the door. So I would open the doorknob and then just... You couldn't just cough once. No one coughs just once. You have to remember to trail off the cough. I would sneak down the stairs, very ninja-like, while everyone was asleep. I would get down to that door. And then I would just rest the door against the latch so that it wouldn't beep again. (laughs) I turned the lights in the garage on their dimmest setting. Romantic. (laughs) And I would make my way past the cars, around the bicycles, where the cookies were. Armed with my library card, which I used to slit open the box, I pulled from the bottom, replaced at the top. I would get the box, again, slitting it open with my library card. Pull it out, very gingerly opening the cellophane so as not to tear it. I would then eat every single cookie in the box. Lick my finger and get out the crumbs so that the package was completely empty. Then I'd whip out my glue stick I was only 10, ma'am, but I was reading at a sixth grade level. I glued the cellophane shut, put more glue on the flap of the package, and put the empty box back into the bigger box. Because, you see, my story was going to be, if I was caught, they sent us empty boxes. (laughs) Things go wrong at factories. I snuck down and ate cookies every single night for 17 days. (laughs) It wasn't even enjoyable at the end. You know how freaking thirsty you get? Cookie after cookie after cookie, and you couldn't just eat a few. The whole box had to go. (laughs) One night, I couldn't take it anymore. On my way back up the stairs, I stopped in the kitchen and started chugging milk like it was my job. (laughs) My dad came down and caught me chugging milk. 
What's wrong, he asked. I had, a, I had a coughing spell. I don't know if you heard me coughing, but I'm, I think I'm okay now. And I went to bed. And on the 18th day, the day that the cookies are to be My mother calls me into the garage and I can tell this isn't a pep sales talk. (laughs) Stephanie is mad. She calls me by my full name. Jennifer Lee Cobra, get your fat little ass in here. Come here. Come here. I want you to stand right here. Come here. I want you to stand right here. Come here. I'm not going to hurt you. Come here. Child, did you eat 144 boxes of cookies? Did you? Is that what you did? Don't you lie to me. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, what do you mean? The, the, the boxes are sealed. How, how could I have eaten 144 boxes of cookies? And then she held up my library card. That apparently in my cookie drunkenness, I had left inside the last box of cookies. I took a licking for every one of those cookies. I'll tell you what, I realized who the real victims were in this story. It's those 144 people in Memphis, Tennessee, who never got their cookies. All they wanted was deliciousness. They waited and they waited and that's all they wanted. And I hope that one day, I'm rich and famous enough to put all those 144 people on a bus and drive them to that Girl Scout cookie factory in the sky. Salvation and Samoas for all. What did I tell you? Did I speak the truth? Jen Colbert. You're going to hear more from Jen. So much more from Jen on the snap. She's on tour right now. She's always on tour. Check out when she comes to your town at jencolbert.com. And we've got a special surprise. Jen's performance, along with every performance you hear on this show, is available 
in Technicolor Film Splendor at snapjudgment.org. See what you are hearing. The score was composed by our resident musical genius, Alex Mandel, and performed by Alex and the Snap Judgment players, David Brandt and Tim Frick.